0: So, usually what we do is we, usually, we read the Sefer and then we usually explain a different idea. This week we're going to go the opposite way. First, I'm going to explain something, then we're going to do about half the Since it's a, a Serismi Tshuva coming up, I thought it would be appropriate to discuss the end of Tshuva, especially in the end of the last parak, the end of Perich Zion. We discussed different chatoyim and and doing chuba on the different, so different of We Spoke about different types of chuba, we spoke about chuba mehira, chuba nachaina he calls it, chuba me'ahaba. And each one of those chubas is different tshuvas for different chatoyim. So based on that I wanna come into the Indian of Chuba. I heard from my Rebbe many times. That tshuva is of the deepest of sugyas in Koltar Kula. He, he said there's no deeper tshu, more no deeper in the whole entire Torah than suggya of Chuva. Yerushalmi, Yerushalmi is very famous. Yerushalmi, the Yerushalmi asks. I'm not going to explain the Yerushalmi right now. Maybe at the end, but the Yerushalmi asks a very funny question. He says, "Achaita, what are we going to do with a achaita? What should we do with the they went around. They asked, I don't know who, who, who asked. But they, they asked. They, they asked Chokmah, what should you do with the chayte? You should you do the chayte? Kill him, up with his head, done. They went and they asked Taira. Taira, what should we do with the chayte? I'm quoting you exactly right. Taira, what should you do with the chayte? So Taira answered, chayte. Tell him to bring a korban. Tell him to bring a korban. And when they ask the Kaddish Baruch Hu himself, Rabban what should you do with a chayte? A khaite, what should you do with him? Tell him to go to tshuva. Tell him to go to tshuva. So you see that there are so many different layers, and finally, the layer that we get to, that we have to know the answer to tshuva, is the Kaddish Baruch Hu Himself. So you see that there's such a big oymek, such a big, big depth in the midah of tshuva that pertains to the Kaddish Baruch Hu Himself. <clears throat> and really, if there's, there, there's really a question. Hashem and His Torah are completely one. So what's the pshat that the Torah said one thing and Hashem said another thing? Something to ponder. But you see how deep, how amok the Midah of Tshuva is. So I want to just explain an Indian of Tshuva. (coughs) It says by Dovah Melch, Neum Dovah ben Yishai, the words of David ben Yishai, ben Uma Geber Hukam Ol. The words of the man who who set up an Aliyah. All is a question of Aliyah. the we say, Mashiach of the Keh the Mashiach of Hashem, Neim Zemiras Yisrael, the one who sings the pleasant songs of Israel. So Chazal say, What is this Hukam Ol? What is this Hukum all? What, what did David give an aliyah to? What was the all that he gave, an, he gave an aliyah to? All of Aliyah. So the, Spartan, the, the, the Gemara says, in, I think it's the Kata on this one, the Gemara says, Hukum Oilah shall shal tshuva. He gave an aliyah to tshuva. He gave an aliyah to tshuva. So what is this aliyah to tshuva that David Amal gave? And also, what is the end of the pasak? What does that to do with the beginning of this aliyah of tshuva? Im what does the Im Zemir Sishra have to do with the Aliyah that comes together with Middah of Tshuva? Clar. So Rashi says over there already, he quotes another Gemara in Avodah Zarah, and the Gemara in Avodah Zarah says like this, or the way he, Rashi quotes it, Why, what was this Aliyah to Tshuva that Davan Melech did? Shehu shav betchila, benatzen derech he was the first one to do chuva. Who shav betchila, and he gave a path to those who want to do tshuva. David wasn't for that Go to David. him on on that by b'asheva. So to you could do tshuva. So when did Rashi say saying to us? When did David Melach? When did he make this? aliyah of Chuva. when did he raise up the idea of Chuva? He raised up the idea of tshuva by the whole maizah, by b'asheva, That Kashbarhu, Baruch Hu, so to speak, forced David, he was, he was put into that misa just to be able to teach tshuva to those who wanted to do chuva. That's what it means to give an aliyah to the media of chuva. So still we have to explain what is the aliyah? What was unique about David's Chuva? I mean, many people did tshuva before David HaMelech. Aldo Merishan did tshuva before David Melach. Ruben did tshuva before David Melach. I and mean, many people did tshuva before David Melach. Im Kim, what was unique, what was, what was special about the tshuva of David Melach that nobody else did before him? So the answer is as follows. Aldo Merishan, after he did a chait, the chait, what happened to him? he was thrown out of Gan He was thrown out of Gan Eden. after he did the hate, he was no longer considered to be the Bukhor. He was no longer the Bukhor anymore. Yosef was the Bechor afterwards. Even after each one of them did Chuba, what happened? We don't find the other reason that ever went back into Gan Eden. Other region was still outside of Gan even after he did Chuba. And Reuven, he never became the Bechor again. Reuven was still... Not considered to be the Chor. Yosef was still considered to be the Chor after Reuben moved the match of his father. So Im Cain, what was unique about Dabra Melech? Dabra Melech, after he did Shuvah, he was still called the Melech Yisrael just like he was before he did a Chait. Melech never lost his stature of being the Melech Israel after his Chait, if himself. After he did that chet, he was a Melech so before the chet, and he did tshuva, he came back to the exact Madriga as he was before that he did that chet. This was the aliyah that Davon HaMelech made to tshuva. The Davon HaMelech showed, okay, you forgave me, Hashem, but to say that I'm going to have the same exact relationship as I had before, I'm going to be in the, have the same discovery like as I had before my chit, that was very hard for everybody else to fathom. And so David Malach came and he said, look, I did a khyt beforehand. Before I did the khait, I was a melech Yisrael. After I did the khait, guess what? I did shuba and I'm still the Malach Yisrael. I never lost my relationship with the Rubbanishal. My relationship is still there. Not only did Hashem forgive him, the relationship never fell. That's, that was the oimik of the Chuba of David melech. And that's why his chuba was unique. And that was the chuba that everybody needs to know about. That was a truth that everybody that everybody should learn out from double melach chuba. What was you needed to be learning out from double melach chuba? Because I may have done this and I may have done this case, I might have done this case, and I might feel a kitchen telling you forgive me, but it's not the same relationship anymore. It's not the same thing anymore. No, the chuba of double melach means it's the same exact relationship as after I did the chait. was like before I did the chait. That was the chuba of double Melch. With this, we can explain a chazal. It's the Gemara and Shabbos. Gemara and Shabbos says like this. Ahmad David Final Qaj Baru, the bonus, Thaw said in front of Kashbarhu said Rashem, Mokhli al Oza Oven, give me a a machilah on the oven of dab by the oven of, of Bashava. Ahmad al-Mokh, a mokhliu, no problem. Give me an oath, show me, show me you forgive me. Ahmad Baha'i, Bahayah, any my deal. I can't let you know in your lifetime. But Bakhay Shl bin Khanim idea. When Shlomo comes, Son Shlomo, that's what I'm gonna make it be known. Because when Shlomo built the base of Mikdash, Bikesh the Hakni's Aaron the base he wanted to bring the Aaron into the Khajra Kadashim, but the gates wouldn't open. And he started saying, open up, open up. Nothing doing, no gates opening, the gates were closed. But when he said, Remember the Chesed of David of Decha. Oh, David, all of a sudden, the gates open and uh, basically you're allowed to bring the Oren to the because of because of David. Chazal say that at that moment, everybody knew, everybody, all the enemies of David's face turned black, like the bottom of a, of a pot, because everybody came to know that Kodesh completely forgave David and Melech for the mice of Bashaba. So the question is as follows, why did everybody have to know that? Why did it have to become this big public scene? of the forgiving of David and Melech. Why can it just be, okay, I forgive you. Why David and Melech need an oath? And this oath had to be that everybody came to know afterwards that a Kadish will forgive David and Melech. The answer is because this tshuva is a tshuva Kadish who wants everybody to know about it. Because this tshuva is a tshuva that shows that even though I might have broken, I might have felt like I broke my relationship because I did an of and I did a tshuva and you forgave me, but my relationship is not the same. No, David comes and says my relationship is the exact same relationship before my after my chit, like it was before my kheet. Any questions on that? Clar? Okay. Just to get a little deeper. The, try to think out of the box a little bit over here. So this chuva is a very very deep chuva and really this chuva is kibiaku the chuva of the Baruch Hu himself. What do I mean? We know the beginning of creation. And there was a big, the big tumult. There was the shnei ma'arzav gadolim. There was the sun, the moon, and they are both big, huge arus, big lights, big lights. The moon came in front of kadosh baruch hu, and the moon said to kadosh baruch hu, "Rabbanu shloim, ein shnei malachim mishdamtam achar. There can't be two kings with one crown. You have two big luminaries over here. That's right. word? two big luminaries over here." So it can't be that both of them have one crown. So Kachbarhu Baruch like, Kosh says, "You're right, you're right. Go, make yourself small." Might ask "Go make yourself small." So at that time, the moon became the Ma'orah Katan, and the Shemesh the Lachma was the Ma'orah Gadol. And after that, Kachbarhu tried to appease the moon. The moon was sad. Kachbarhu tried to appease the moon, gave him the stars, and the moon wasn't really appeased by that. So Kachbarhu ended up saying. Habia like Bring for me a kapara that I made the moon small. Which means that a qajbarhu be saying, I need to do a chuba that I made this moon small. So let's think about this. Let's think about the chuba of Baruch What is a chuba of Qharishbarakhu? Chuba Hu is wanting to make the moon lava again it's gonna be big again. Which means the Kashbarachu's Shuvah, what it's doing is Mamish bringing back the moon to the madriga like it was before he made it small. It means that he's taking the moon, which became small, and bringing it back to Otam madriga like it was before Kibiachu Kashbarachu did his hate of making the moon small. So you see that the Shuvah is Mamish the same as that Shuvah the Double Melch does. Even though Kashbarachu's tshuva hasn't been his God of yet. But that Shuvah that Double Melch did. Is mamish the same type of tshuva that Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to do on the lavana itself? He's going to bring the Levona, mamish back to the same Adriga as it was before the chit. This is the Kodesh Baruch Hu's tshuva. That's also why we Chazal tells us when it comes to Yegum Yizu Rachum Yim, Hashem Hashem, Kerachum, Chanun V'chulu. Chazal Darshan, Hashem Hashem, Ani Hashem, Koyden L'chit, V'Ani Hashem, V'Achar you see, from so what was the difference between the before the chait and the after the chait? So the step in between the before the chait, the first shem hashem, and the second shem hashem. What was the in between? The in between was the ma'isat shuvah. Because before you do a chait, before the shem before the chait, and the after the chait, so there needs to be now a ma'isat in between, which says I have to do between those two. So Im Cain, what Chazal is showing you? as I am Hashem before the chit and after the chit, means I completely return to the same shame of value that I return to after my chit, like I was before my chit. So, Shem Hashem, before the chit and after the chit. The truth of it that shame Hashem is the exact same shame Hashem that I was before the chit. But why did it use the Lushan of Hashem? Chazal Darshan at the end of the, of the word Benakeh, at the end of the Yudgim and say, Oh, Majakatavina Key, also lushana Chuba. So why not say, Iniakai before the khyt and an the akarch? Why does it use this idea of a shem, before the khyt and after the khait, da'qa with the shem of ayah, da'qa with a shem's name. That I could return back to being the same way I was before the khayt. The reason is because this is the true of a shem himself, That after the of bringing down the moon and making the moon small, the moon's going to go back to the same exact madriga as it was before. And this is the tshuva of and this is the chuba that every single yid it needs to do. Clar? So the question is how was Levin Melech to that? Why was Levin Melech to be unique in that sense? So I think the Pesharia is because at the end of the Pazak, it says that he is v'ne'im z'mirz Israel, Because of the tefillah of David Melech. the himm of David Melech. This whole idea of him being mispallah. Because David Melech, what was his tefillah? David Melech says, I need tefillah. I am the. I am tefillah. David Melech, after he does the chait, what he does is he comes and he's mispallah. Kosh Baruch you should return me. We find an unbelievable thing. It's, it's You could be misboyated on this, I think, forever. How deep this is. By the kapitel kapitel an aleph after that chayt the david melach did, he talks about doing tshuva. Over the david melach he's very lengthy and he says hater panecha mechatay hide your face from my from my from my sin vechulu Lev tar barli alokim you created me with a pure heart veruach nochon chalish b'kirim bring me back a new spirit al tashdicheni milfanecha don't throw me away from you shem veruach kachecha adikach meni don't take away your holy spirit from me. Bring it back to me. Bring it back to me. Return to me. And Rashi explains, Veruach Kotcha. Don't take that away from me. Meaning, it was taken away from him after the and He's dabbing for it back. That's what it means. He was being a for Veruach Kotchacha. Meaning, Shoya Ruach Akodesh Meruchak Mehmani. Don't let Ruach kodesh be distant from me. And also, Rashi says, Hashaveri Sosan Yishacha. Ruach Akodesh Mistaka Mehlai. Hashivali. Give it back to me. I mean, this is very funny. Double just did a big chit. And what is he being misbelled for? He's being misbelled for it. Give me Ruach HaKadosh. Give me back my Ruach HaKadosh. It's a very funny thing. You know, if somebody is trapped in a jail, you know, a person think they do a khate, they feel like they're trapped in a jail. So what do they want to do when they're trapped in a jail? They want to just come out of jail. But to say that I want to come out of jail and I want to become the king again, that's a very bizarre thing to do. You don't come out of jail and be like... I want to be the king. I want to be the king. You, come out of jail, you want to come out of jail. You, you don't want to be imprisoned anymore. That's not good enough for David Melech. That's not good enough for David Melech. Take me out of jail. I want to do tshuva, but not only that, give me back my roch ha Give me back my madregas. I want to come and be back exactly to the same medrega that I was before. That was the tefillah David Melech when it came to his tshuva. It wasn't enough for me just to do a tshuva. No, Hashiva, these salsa bring me back my Ruach credit that you took away from me. Don't take away my Ruach credit. I want it back, Hashem. That's the uniqueness of Ramallah. No matter how far you, 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 your makes you feel, we have to know that you're that Hashem, not only do you forgive me, but I want you to give me back my Madriga Mamash that I was on. Give me back my Madriga of Ruach I That's how everybody has Ruach right? So give me back my Madriga of Ruach that I had beforehand. That is the, the tshuva of Dada Melech. So just to sum it up, Dada Melech's tshuva is a very unique tshuva that no nobody else did chuva beforehand like him. Dada Melech's tshuva was that a person has the ability, he has the ability to, through his chuva to make it that his relationship is the same exact relationship like it was before it. And that's the tefillah that he needs to be mispallel over the Shizmei tshuva. Because I'll say that Shizmei tshuva is the time for the chuva. To do a tshuva for the yachid. It's called the tshuva of the yachid. That's what a serizim is called. The book the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Which means that the time of a serizim is the tshuva of Dabr which was the tshuva for the yachid. It's a time to be to Hashem. Hashem, make me, me really come back to the same madrigal that I was holding on beforehand. Let me come back really to that madrigal that you should have the same relationship as I was before my chait. So with that, now we'll continue, Prince Hashem. We'll move on to Periches. So we said last time that there's two different klipas. I'll explain what klipas are. Klipas are things which are like a klipa on a on a on a pre, which covers over something. So two klipas, these evil forces, if you will, will cover over the ability for Hashem to be revealed in this world. It covers over godliness in this world and we said that there's two different types of klippas, there's something called klippas noiga and there's something called the three klippas tameos, pure evil klippas. And the difference between the two of them is that when a person let's say does a maizah l'chidah when they eat, which goes under the category of klippas noiga because it's mutter to do baatim, so in that food there's the ability either to say I'm doing this maizah Hashem shemayim to serve Hashem which would bring this mice to Kedusha. Or the opposite way, if I don't eat a Shem and it goes in the other direction. Ashi if I eat, let's say, pork. So that thing is always trapped. It's always trapped in the makam of the tuma in the makam of the Kripa, and doesn't have the ability to be mala. With that, he continues. So too it is, when it comes to of food, which are not permitted to eat, that's why they're called isr. It. Isr means that they're bound, they're attached to the klippah. Somebody who eats, let's say, these things. To serve a with that ma'achalah. Vegam palva also came and he uses it to, to serve Hashem, the is v'hispala, the koreh v'chila and he decides he's going to use that koreh. When I eat food, I get koreh from that food. So what do I use that koreh that food for? I use that koreh that food to go have a geshmaka davening, to go learn, to go have a geshmaq So he says, you know, I'm going, eat, I'm going to use that food now to go and daven, learn, it's going to be gishmak He says, that doesn't help to bring up the chi is just inside of this michael to raise it up and bring it up from amongst the kippah. The chi is inside of that michael doesn't have an aliyah, doesn't come out from amongst the kippah to be a part now of your misa of tefillah and Torah. It's still trapped. Because this is trapped amongst the shlosh kippah's temayas. It's in of pure evil. Uh, and even if it's just a deribonon, a deribonon is even worse. When a person's over a deribonon, it's even worse. And you can't use that deribonon to say, Now I'm going to come to your to Yoshem, I'm going to come to serve you with more kaya. That's one difference. You can't use these ma'achalim to say, Now I'm going to serve Hashem with more of a. Chis. You can't take the achis from this food to serve Hashem more. It doesn't work the chiyah st- still stays trapped amongst the klipa. But now more than that, it's not just a difference in the mice that you're doing. You see, the difference between a yid and a goi is also where they get their desires from. A yid has, his desires are built from a naturally, much more of a place of kedusha than the desires of a goi. Agoi's desires are built from these Shlosh Kripos Tameis. where is his desires built from? For physical things? It's still different, even though it's not the way it should be. But his desires for physical things come from this Kripos Noga, and that's what he's explaining here now. For also over here, there's a difference between a ago shayitahara and a Sheyei Tuhara. Gama Whose shade in Nuchroyen? It comes from a shade of a goyish a a goyish a yitzharah. Shul That this taiva comes, it comes into a yid, and the taiva that a yid has for things which are improper, for things which are mamish where does it come from? It comes from the same makom of taiva that a goy has. From the shlosh kibos of tmeias, but she yitzahara, yitzharah a maturim, but she the yetzahara of the things which are muttered to have, to fulfill his taiva, it doesn't come from the Gimel Kippur's Timaeus, for a yid, who shade me shade in Yehudoyim, this is like the shade of a yid, which means the yetzahara of a yid, this is the a yiddish yetzahara. Fishiyachud lochza the Kedusha kedal, because the difference between the two is like before we said, we said many times, the ability to be able to rise up the chias from this Mesa. Ach mikom ha'kam, kodim she'chazo the Kedusha, before that he's the that he brings it back to Kedusha, who Sikhra Akhbak Liba? The Maita is Sikha Akhab Aklipah, even his Michael which is mutter. The gam ak even afterwards, after he wants to use it in the right way, Harishima, there's still like an imprint of that Michael, which is Nisha Dovatba Beguf, which stays inside of the guf, which you can't bring out of you. Why not? not to take it down because every single food that we eat becomes a part of the being of the person. Since he became a part of his body, and made part of the makeup of his body, this food. Especially when you're, let's say, a child, and a person eats, let's say, Hashem, not the right type of food when you're a child. You can see that the pile that a child grows. So the whole makeup of his growth of becoming a little tiny person to becoming a big person, comes from the koyach of the food that he eats. So you see that the food really becomes the makeup of the being himself. Every single meichel, every single drink becomes a part of the person's flesh. Therefore, the guf needs to go through a certain purification process, which is called. That he got from the Hana of this world, the pleasure that he got from this world needs to go through a certain purification process. From all of the desires, all the tithes that he fulfilled for himself, from, which stemmed from the Squibbat that he had. But only people who don't get any Hana from this world could go in, only somebody like Yamaha Nasi that he didn't get any pleasure from this world he doesn't have to go through this purification process that's the difference between the two so two differences one difference is is that you're not able to use these kokos to serve Hashem you can't say I'm going to eat pork and serve Hashem with that it doesn't take the chiyas the kadush inside of that maifal and bring it up and bring it out but when you eat something the shem shemayim which is mutter a piece of chicken which is kosher you have the ability to use that, the Kedush side of it, to serve Hashem properly. And another difference between a Yid and a goy, now which also stems from these two kippahs, is that a Yid has Yiddish taivas. and a goy has Goi'sh taivas. And that is an innate difference between a Yid and a goy, is based on the titles they naturally have. I think we're gonna hold here. Mr. Hashem will finish after Yant of Periches, and then afterwards we really start bringing down and then next program, everything has been like a build-up until this parateth, which starts now to break down the image between, if I remember correctly, the image between um, what a tzaddik is and a bainini is, slowly start to build it up. So, Hashem, we should have a good yontef, a good, good service mit we should do a proper tshuva, a tshuva vadavera melech, Rosh Hashem, shumizlayichad, that we should be makafo of the melech, ha'ashem la'ach, guard meh muhi, ha'ashem achad ha'sh'mayachad. Yeah, yeah,